All right, uh, our buddy Peter Burns joins us now. Talk a little uh, natty Georgia Bama coming up. Peter, what's up, man? How are you? The hell is that? I want to go get drunk and uh, Lucas and go sledding, man. That that sounds some fun. I mean, as long it sounds like that's the weather in Indianapolis right now too. Like I'm cracking up as we're seeing all of our boys that are flying in today for the for the national title, and it's like. I thought it was cold, but this is like Ice Planet Hoff, like Iceland up there. It's like seven degrees, and they, they don't know how to deal with those boys from the south. Peter, I've been all in on Georgia minus the three, and and everybody is hitting me going, didn't you learn your lesson? Don't bet against Saban. We've already seen this before. What are you doing? Where are you on this thing? Uh, I mean, listen, I, I I like Georgia in this game as well, too. I even like them even more now. It's uh, minus two and a half. But, I mean, Ooh. this feels more like a money This feels more like a money line play for me. And, again, and it's, and I take Georgia in it. And, again, like I, I go back and me and Doran were talking about this on our show today, is that, like, when I watch Alabama destroy Cincinnati, like especially running the ball, I'm like, that. you can duplicate that, right? Like, my – like – Alabama's offensive line and Brian Robinson being healthy, you can duplicate that against Cincy when they were running a three-three-five stack. Like three down linemen versus five offensive linemen. Come on, that's just not it's not fair, right? Mm-hmm. But when I go back and, and watch, and me and Dorian were watching the SEC championship game, the plays that worked really well for Alabama weren't necessarily designed plays, right? Like they, they ended up being kind of broken plays that just chaos ensued and that Bryce Young took advantage of it. And he's going to make one or two broken plays. The problem is he, he made about seven of them in the SEC championship game. Yeah. So I, I believe, and the reason why I've taken Georgia ever since even after the loss is I'm like, when you look at the film, it was Georgia beating themselves and trying too much and really being they tried a lot, but they try to be conservative, which is crazy to me. And I think they'll be uber aggressive in this game. Yeah, I didn't feel like they were playing their game, man, just watching that. And they tried to rush with four, thinking they could get to Bryce Young because Alabama's offensive line has struggled all year. I mean, Auburn had, what, seven sacks against them, but they couldn't get there. And and so, to me, that was a surprise. Now I think you're going to see Kirby, like, unleash some things on defense, and, and they understand that they've, they've got to get a little more exotic defensively. Yeah, I mean, you go back and look at the middle of the third quarter on, and, and again, it was, you know, at, at that point, the game was kind of starting to get out of hand, so they needed to run, put some blitzes and put yeah. some pressure on, and Bryce was running for his life, and they were able to get to him, but that wasn't until they started bringing five and said, okay, we yeah. just can't get by on our game plan, and and I, I, you know, I mean, I think that's the deal is Georgia could get by on four against pretty much anybody in the country all season long, so they can kind of play back and sack on their coverage. That's not going to be the case any longer. So you're going to have to find more. And I think that's where not having Mechie in this game really hurt because he was a great way to disguise how do you get Jamison Williams involved in a, in a lot of these like quick pop pass screens. With not having Mechie in there, I think right. that's 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 a tough situation for 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 the Tide. Peter, man, let me tell you this, man. You and Brent, y'all 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 good at what you do, man. Y'all 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 good at what you do, and I say that because. <laughs> I have, We're the ministers I, of spin. Like, dude, like, I, <laughs> man, I'm sitting here and I'm all in on Bama on this. As much as mm-hmm. I hate to say that, but man, you pull back into my soul and then y'all pull it out and they got Georgia sitting on it because I've been believing in this defense the entire year, betting the under, whatever it may be. But at some yeah. point, they do have to shake loose. But yeah, 
do they shake loose on this stage against Saban? They do. They do because I, I think I'm a firm believer, Ryan. You know, you know how it is, man. Mm-hmm. Playing time ball is, is the fact that like when you when you get that deer in the headlights, right? And, and Alabama is clearly a deer in the headlight situation for Georgia. The first time you're there, mm-hmm. that stage for those guys, they're all they're talked about is, hey, you're the better team. Uh, you guys are going to crush Alabama. But when you see Alabama on the field, it's like this emotionless murder ball team, right? Like they just want to crush your soul and they don't even think about you. They're like robots. Yeah. And, and honestly, at that point, you know, Georgia ha- had that effect on everybody else this year. But when they showed up and Bama didn't care, it was like, oh, okay, so this is what Bama's about. And I think it shook them. And so that's why I, I thought the, the national championship was won for Georgia, in my mind, when they beat the ever-living hell out of Michigan. Because they had every right to go out there and doubt themselves and not make the adjustments and not play sharp football and say, well, man, maybe we just weren't as good. And they actually throttled those old boys. I mean, yeah. the hell, Jim Harbaugh's thinking about coaching the NFL. That's how bad Georgia beat them so bad. <laughs> yeah. so, I mean, to me, I look at this and go, the second time you're going to play that team around, you, the, the bright lights, the, the idea that it's Bama is no longer something new. This is not a fragile fan, you know, a group of guys, and, and Kirby's going to be after them. And, I, and that's why I'm rolling with the dog. Come on to the good side with us. You know, on, what? Right? you know what? You know what? Like I told Brent, it don't take much. Like going into that Michigan game, I felt like this defense is prideful enough to walk into that game and show them, like, dude, that was a mistake what we did. We're going to kill these dudes You called right that here. one and made money. Yeah, so guess yeah. what? Guess what? Guess what? What? Here I go. I'm over there with y'all. I think. Go with us, baby. Hey, man. Hey, 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 listen. Woo! Uh uh uh, boy. I tell you hey, what. Like, so mm. they, Peter, we've been doing this to him all man. year, man. Man, that's what I hate. I love all it. year? Oh, no, I don't I love, love it, it, Peter. That's what I hate. <laughs> Ain't nothing fun about that, man, watching me squirm and stuff. I love it because what I do to you is exactly what my wife does to me her 65 days a year. So that's, that's the perfect thing. Like, as soon as I think I got something figured out, she says something a lot smarter than I believe, and all of a sudden I'm like, damn, you got me. Peter you got me right. From the FCC Network with us. Peter, you're going to appreciate this. So tomorrow, uh, Tennessee plays uh, at your childhood favorite, LSU. And on the call for the Vault Network will be Bob Kessling and this man right here. Ron Slay is the analyst on the Vault Network tomorrow. The Vault Network, <laughs> I keep telling people, Vault Network ain't going to know what hit him. No. <laughs> I'm so excited for that, Slay. I saw that a couple of days ago, and I thought, damn, man, I guess they, they couldn't find anybody else. <laughs> but second of all... Second of all, I'm thinking this could be really fun. Now, remember, like, whenever you do this, it's kind of like that true on, on, on 3HL. Like, you guys have a dump button. But yeah. you can say anything you want broadcasting once. Yeah. You can say anything you want once. You okay. may not have the opportunity to say it twice. Yeah. Um, but all joking aside, man, I'm, I'm happy for you. And, and I think at the end of the day, like, you know, we grow up and we have these professional broadcasters and Keith Jackson and Britt Musburger and – and Kirk Curbstreet and, all, you know, all these guys that we mm-hmm. that grew up, we watching them, and they're very professional. And I'm like, you know what? Like, I want to have some fun when I watch a game. Like, yeah. think of why Tony Romo cut through. is like, it sounded like he was having fun watching football and talking about it. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. dude, you're going you're gonna to 
absolutely crush it again. again. I mean, you're probably going to see a loss, but you still gonna you still gonna be all right. I, I, and, and you know what? I know them, your boys, man. And, and I was going, and I was about to give you he a just couple of props. That one in there. Yeah, and I was about to give him props. Like I always, I always <laughs> tune in to y'all and watch Patrick Young. Y'all got Patrick Young doing a, a great job too, man. He looked really good. Damon Fishback, I know Fishback is doing that game, so I'll be on his head. But I was gonna Ish. give you some props about how y'all doing good on y'all show. But now I take all that back. So what I'm gonna plan on doing is during the broadcast when you look. Over there, and things are going haywire. You can see me petting Mike the Tiger because I got him on the leash. I'm going to go take him, and I'm going to be roaming around like Hangover down there with Mike the Tiger. So, what? I'll joke it aside though. I'm I'm pumped for that game, right? I mean, after you know, after seeing what happened in in that last game, and Barnes able to get that that victory, and then you know, and then to do it, I don't think it didn't seem like you know Chandler and and Fulke were were 100 percent, you know, coming off the coming off the COVID protocol and. And LSU, man, as long as there's – that LSU, it's a bad fit for LSU in this game because Tennessee does not turn the ball over. Yeah. And that's how the only way LSU gets offense right now is in transition, you know, it, it transitioning from a bunch of turnovers. So uh-huh. I, I think that's going to be almost like a chess-type game uh, down in Baton Rouge coming up. No doubt. Love it. Always uh, enjoy checking in, man. Uh, glad everything's going well, and uh, we always love catching you on the SEC Network. Thanks, Peter. More more late 80s and early 90s rap music. Just, <laughs> we can make sure that happens. You're in good shape. <laughs> Thank you, brother. Have a good weekend. Appreciate Bye it, Peter. All right, Peter Burns. Uh, Peter Burns, ESPN. On Peter Twitter. always good, man. He used to do what we do, Sports Talk Radio. Yeah. Fits right in, doesn't he? Oh, oh, you know what to He's do. taking shots right at you. I was Man, that was hurtful. Man, why did y'all talk to me? And guess what? I wanted to come over there to Georgia anyway. And I was about to anyway. But y'all we like, just, We just brought you along. Look, if you want to be sold, you'll be sold. And me and Peter have been selling things for a long time. Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. Yeah, I'm going to bet on Georgia.